Welcome to the Center for International and Regional Studies at Georgetown University in Qatar. These podcasts are part of a research initiative titled Building a Legacy, Qatar FIFA World Cup 2022. Welcome everybody. This is Professor Daniel Reich and I look forward to discuss today how women in Qatar are increasingly entering spaces and sports that have been male-dominated in the past. We are going to talk with a football coach Haja Nader, and one basketball referee, Amal Mohamed Saleh. Haja, you are a student at Qatar University, international football team player, and recently obtained the coaching licenses level C and D. What motivated you to become a football coach? Hi, Daniel. How are you doing? I started football since I was a kid, and I was in love with football. I loved how football brings people together from different countries and communities. That's why I thought if like I will be a coach, I can I can help like the young players to to involve in football, and uh, and play you know and play football and get to know more people, and like I always believe that uh, sports let like the young players build their uh, own uh, their own uh, you know their own their own personality. So that's why I I'm thinking that being a football coach would be really good. For, for like for everyone. And could you share with us how the coaching coaching courses level C and D worked? How you obtained your license? It's uh, it's like a two month program. It's like D license was like four four weeks program and the C as well. It's between like uh, field training and outdoors and there is the indoors like you study about. Uh, physiology and uh, and every psychology of the players and all of this so it's totally mm -hmm. one and like one month one month program mm -hmm. all right uh, at this point i will ask a question to amal you played for the national basketball team in qatar and were the captain of the team what motivated you to become a fiba licensed referee Um, actually, it's, um, after you know retirement and after ages, you want to follow the same process in the sport. So it motivates me that there is no female basketball or FIBA license in the Gulf, and especially in three by three. There is one from Oman that I know her Fatma, but uh, in the Gulf only she is. After that, I gradually like little bit from the basketball. I went to the referee and see the main league and the young how they play it. Then uh, the country also, they helped me. Also the FIBA, uh, they asked about to have a female from there. So I asked and I think after retirement, what you want to do? Because you know, sports, if you have in the field, you want to do something after retirement. So I find it that to be a referee and stay in the same course, it helped me a lot and motivate me to see the world. How did the process work of becoming a licensed referee? And which experiences have you gained so far? Uh, actually, we have a lot of uh, Doha Master uh, 3x3. As you see, it, it started from 2015 or 2014. After that, they saw me in the table association and the main league in 5-on-5. From there, they nominate me and they ask why I don't have any female is coming to the, from the Gulf, especially in Qatar. They put my name there. And they supported it from the community of uh, women's sport and Qatar Olympic. After the sale, they said, let's go there and see if you can make it. I asked them, yes, I have the opportunity to do it. 
and the help from the country, this is the first thing, and uh, help from my family to move on. So I started studying the FIBA license and what they need in especially. Well, alhamdulillah, then I get it from there. And you also refereed a men's games, right? And how were the reactions? Um, in the beginning, you know, our culture is um, they uh, not accepting in the beginning for the female. But alhamdulillah, the community is changed now since we uh, 2000, uh, 2006 for the female in especially participation in the sport. They expect me in that uh, they saw me in the court with the children in the beginning. And because I'm a player and I know the rules and I feel them when they play. Since that, they said we don't have any female in the men league. I went to the men league. I started with the table officiation. Then I started five on five with them. From there, they saw me to the world. Mm -hmm. So I have a question to all of you. Uh, why do you think that it's important that women become coaches and referees in major sports such as football and basketball in Qatar? Haja, could you please start? As, as Amal mentioned, like uh, the Qatari communities, like at, at some point, you know, like uh, like they are a little bit like we have some concerns, like uh, about like uh, young players that training with like uh, with men's or old players training with men so it's a really good idea to to have like a female coaches helping this young players to start up and you know they will be closer to the players if a lady trains them mm -hmm. and what were your own experiences my own experiences was like uh, we had we had uh, two two coaches we had like helena costa and monica staff and we had a guy his, his name is Abdul aziz but all of them was really good, but like we were a little bit so close to Monica because she were like a lady and she were close to us. We we like learned a lot from her and from her experience yes. as, a, as a FIFA ambassador and and all of this, as you know. Yeah, so we had a previous part podcast with Monica Stab on her experiences as a national coach of the Qatar women's football team, and I would like to encourage everybody to listen to that podcast. Um, uh, Amar, what do you think? Why is it important that women become coaches and referees in a sport such as yours, basketball? Actually, after we hosted 2006, everything changed in Qatar, especially in Qatar and the country related to the sport. Since 2006, now we need a lot of female participation in the Olympics. Uh, I'm doing my thesis why the number of female participation from the Gulf, from the Gulf is less. Before, when I do this thesis, I found there is like, they don't have a workshop, they don't have like a license, or the way to go for the license. From that area, in 2018, we're doing like a lot of pushing to understand for the female and especially the, the benefit of sport. And the second thing, how they can be licensed from the workshop, from the traveling and the taking this license. So I feel our country now, we are hosting the uh, 2022. We need a lot of coaches related uh, in female, especially in the sport, to understand it and how they can deliver our country that are ready in the sport and in the FIFA World Cup. So you mentioned your master's thesis uh, at Qatar University, which focused on the barriers to women's sport participation in the Gulf region. Could you kindly share with us uh, main results from your investigation? Yes, in the investigation, I found, first of all, it was in the beginning, the culture. 
and it was a new thing, you know, and everything, a new thing is coming to the, in anywhere, even in your level of your working. It's need like small challenges and understanding from the community. This is the first period. And you know, we are Muslim country also, the way of your traditional, you are not losing your traditional. They thought in the beginning is for the female, they will be coming. They don't have like a religion or something like that. After that, when we do a lot of workshop to the family, we found, no, they don't know what is the sport. And they didn't see the, the dresses that we are wearing for the sport. This is only that they don't understand it. And they are not conscious about it. But with the workshop, it helped a lot of kind of this period and understand it. Second thing, it was the education for them. The education for them, they don't know how to do sport, professional sport or elite sport, and how to be a professional also. And this is, they need a lot of understanding and from the school. Now we are doing something for the school starting from the first grade and we're putting for them in the book. How do you want to become a professional? Because it needs a lot of work. It's not, you are not becoming a professional in one, one day or one year. There is a starting mm -hmm. like a programming development and you have some psychology and some uh, like anxiety playing. This is a lot, a lot of experience. That's only the things that was missing, and we don't have before uh, a ladies playing, bas uh, playing basketball, football, and with experience. But now, after we show up, and there is a ladies with the role model, we are giving this uh, knowledge. This is our mm -hmm. recommendation now. We need this female who was in the sport, increase their knowledge, go to the universities, courses, take it from the Olympic, understanding the rule and regulation also, and Pass it to the new generation. Yeah, and you certainly are a role model, Amal, and I was impressed by you when we had also uh, uh, events before, like recently a discussion with the U.S. Embassy. So I hope that your case will uh, inspire uh, many other women to follow your footsteps. My last question to, to all of you is, um, what are your future plans and what role do you wish for the future for women in Qatari sport? Haja, could you start? Uh, as you know, uh, as you know, Danielle, like we are all going through the pandemic. So everything is starting like to stop for like for more than one and a half year. And now they're like closing everything again. My plan was like, since I finished my C and D license to start uh, training, like to start training with young players and to build a strong team who can like win competitions and championships in the future. So I'm planning to do this so soon to start training a young team and like build a strong team so he can play under the, the, the national team of Qatar. Mm -hmm. And what do you wish for the future for uh, women in Qatari sport, Haja? Like day after day, I'm, I can see like women are starting to involve in all sports and they are getting, and they are getting a, a really good knowledge about sports. So I wish like everyone have this knowledge and they starting doing like uh, more activities and they start seeing this kinds of sports as as you know, Qatar will have the World Cup in less than a year now, so it will be really nice if everyone is involving in this and he's like playing a sport at least. Mm -hmm. Amal, what are your plans and what role do you wish for the future for women in Qatari sport? Uh, we are a woman in a sport and we are transferring for the all women the benefit of a sport for every woman and every girl. So our role now Actually, I'm now in Oman, 
in other countries now. And uh, they know me from the sport and I'm a good role model for them. And they think they need the help for the girls to understand sport and benefits. We need a leader for the sport, understanding the sport, how to keep patient with them, how to transfer them from elite to professional, to be in the sport events, to see our country is ready also to hosting those, a lot of mega events. So uh, this is only my message. Sport is a good for all. It have a lot, a lot, a lot of enjoyment and entertainment. We want to be a part of it. And we are from Gulf also, especially in Qatar and the girls and the women, they can do it. Yeah, I think it's very important what you said. I mean, we're not just talking about elite sport. Sport is good for everybody. And Qatar is a very academically oriented society. And I think we cannot just study around the clock. So <laughs> sport is uh, also good to do well in whatever we do uh, every day uh, uh, in life. So I would like to, to thank you for talking to me today. We had two previous podcasts on women's sports, one with Monica Stab and another one with uh, Georgetown University uh, uh, students who play uh, football. Uh, thank you very, very much for your participation in our podcast. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you so much, Daniel. We wish you all the best.